listeners, Jessica here. Just wanted to let you know that during the recording of this episode, we experienced some technical difficulties, so you might notice a difference in the sound quality, but we're sure you're still going to love the content. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome to Frugalicious. I'm Jessica, and I'm a nature enthusiast. And I'm Beth, and I'm a budget enthusiast. I'm a dumpster diving, upcycling, MacGyvering crafter. And I am an English teacher and casual blogger. (laughs) And we're here today to show you some tips and tricks and just talk about everything frugal. So we're here in the studio together to talk a little bit about downsizing. Don't chase the money. Nope. The money chase you. That's right. Cause you're the boss now. Telling daughters what to do. It's frugalicious. Yeah, it's a movement. We'll find the discounts. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. So I'm excited for today because we've got a great interview coming up for you. Special guests in the Special studio. Special guests in the studio. First interview on Frugalicious. That's right. Exciting. So it is exciting stuff. We want to talk about downsizing because if you're, especially if you're in the position where you're wanting to pay off some debt, downsizing really is a way that you can get to that goal faster. Yeah, super helpful. But it's a big decision, big deal, and there's lots of pros and cons. Right. So we we got Beth's husband, Fred, in the studio. Yeah, we twisted his arm. We did. And so we're going to talk now about their adventure with downsizing and the things they ran across. So here we go. <laughs> okay. Today in the studio, we have a very special guest. It is Beth's husband, my brother-in-law, Fred. Woo! Welcome. Hello. Welcome to the show, Fred. Glad to be here. To just warm you guys up to the podcast, we like to start with a little something called Fast Five. Okay, I'm going to ask five. you a question. You answer as quickly as possible. Okay. Five and there, questions. And there will be five questions. Okay. And Are they for each, me or for Beth? They're for both of you. So you both, and so, but okay. like you give your opinion, Beth gives hers. Right. Okay. Now, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Teleportation or Flying. Flying. Fred, this is fast, fast, fast. Sorry, teleportation, <laughs> I think. Okay, okay. Scotty, like, Scotty beat me up. Um, ooh, what is your favorite musical instrument and why? Piano, versatile, mm. excellent, common. Yeah. The first thing that came to the mind was the harp. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think that what I like Slowly. about harps is that not a lot of people know how to play them, yeah. including <laughs> me. I don't know how to play them. Them is that they're so beautiful and big, and you have to have a lot of skill to play them. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Okay, if you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would you choose and why? Oh, wait, I know best answer. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, hanging out's different than having a favorite cartoon character. Oh, so. okay, so who mm-hmm. would you hang out Because I was going to say Winnie the Pooh. I mean, yeah, for sure, okay. favorite, but hang out. I'm going to go with Vanellope von Schweetz from mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, okay. Yeah, she seems fun. That's nice. I'd say Buzz Lightyear. He's great. He's oh. lovely. Buzz Lightyear Star Command, not Buzz Lightyear the toy. You know, because Buzz Lightyear Star Command, he's the real Buzz Lightyear. Got it. Okay, yeah, the real one. The real one. Mm-hmm. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Bell bottoms. I was thinking that too. Okay, Fred, go ahead. I don't know the kilts. I think it's a gateway into like more interesting <laughs> men's fashion. Probably the kilt. The kilt. Yeah. Okay. Nice. 
Oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room? Smartest. <sighs> that is a hard one for Fred. Yeah. That's why I picked it, because it's hard. No, I think I'd rather be funny. <laughs> I thought you might say yeah. that. I love that. Okay. Good. That, Trick question. Fun. I can do both. No, I'm just <laughs> Surprise answer. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay, so now that we feel like we know you guys a little bit more, <laughs> let's get on to why, why you guys are on this show. So okay. today we're talking about downsizing, and mm -hmm. you guys did some pretty extreme downsizing when you were working on getting out of debt. Yes. So walk us through that story. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was 2014. We were a couple years into paying off our debt and it just felt like we weren't making as much progress as we wanted to. And I remember we were sitting in a Starbucks. Yeah, Walnut Grove Starbucks. Yeah. Walnut Grove Starbucks, shout out. And uh, we were talking and Fred was like, Beth, I have this idea. Well, we were talking about debt and we were talking about how... We, you were talking, you were expressing how frustrated you were. You're like, oh, we're not making enough progress. I just feel like we're not doing enough. Like we're not doing these things. And you're looking, like talking through our budget things. And you're like, well, what if we got rid of that? And like things we couldn't get rid of. And so then when we was kind of a lull, I said like, well, we could move to Abbotsford. Like we could move, we could move towns. Yeah. So we were living in Langley in a pretty like expensive area. Walnut Grove, and um, so this is Canadian dollars, but we were paying nine fifty a month for our rental. So it was a two-bedroom, we had a garage and a backyard, and that was all really nice, but it was nine fifty, and we didn't have any kids, and so we had this extra room that, like, mostly just we used to, like, let people crash and mm -hmm. kind of used it for some storage and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't really need that second bedroom. Yeah. And, and I was commuting a half hour to work every day to Abbotsford. Right, in Abbotsford. Yeah. So we were, and I was only working a few days a week in Langley. So we were thinking if we moved to Abbotsford, we'd probably drive a bit less. And because Fred would be close by his work, he could get a bike and we could take the insurance off of one of our cars. So we had two cars that we were insuring, paying for gas, going to Abbotsford, two car insurances. And so we thought we'll put the like parking insurance on one car. Mm -hmm. Fred can bike to work, so we'll save some money that way. We'll do a bit mm -hmm. less driving. Um, and then we found a place to rent that was five forty a month, so that was like four hundred dollars less. Yeah. We paid. For, we had to pay for hydro and for um, internet, laundry. and we had laundry machine. We were already Can paying we for, just laundry. Clarify for the yeah. Americans. Oh yeah, it's sorry. Hydro, electricity, water, hydros, <laughs> water and electricity. Water and electricity. And electricity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which was like eighty dollars every two months, so it wasn't really expensive. Okay. But it ended up cutting like when you added all that in, it cut it. It cut about three hundred dollars a month, maybe? Yeah, three three hundred wow. three fifty a month. Okay, so yeah. that was significant, and also not paying insurance. Canadian and car insurance is pretty expensive, mm -hmm. like maybe one hundred and thirty, one hundred and forty a month. Yeah, and so that was a pretty significant amount. And less gas. And Fred was biking, so then we were oh, doing wow. less gas. So per month, about how much less was that? Maybe I mean, five fifty. Maybe a month? it ended wow. up several hundred dollars a month. So that made a big difference in how much we actually had to budget in for things. Yeah. yeah. And so that was a significant cut. So then we started seeing like a lot of progress. And I started subbing at the school that Fred was working at. So that was really helpful because I was closer when I'd get sub calls. Mm -hmm. And um, that really helped a lot. And then we could carpool into work together. So what what were the biggest challenges of downsizing? Uh, we had to get rid of a lot. Like yeah. we had to get rid of like furniture that we liked, like a desk that we liked. Yeah. We had a piano. piano that we had to get rid of. Was yeah. it worth it? I uh, think so. Well, like my mom had said, like sent us a message being like, "Don't get rid of the piano. Like your children. It was will. a piano. You know, you'll regret we... it for your children or yeah. whatever." It was really, 
kind of, a few people were really strongly worded gave us strongly worded messages about the piano especially but and other things okay. we were selling saying that we shouldn't do it we can't or like that we we're making a big mistake right but it wasn't like a a significant piano like someone had given it to us for free and then we ended oh. up selling it for 325 dollars so yeah. that was great okay. and we sold it to a family whose all their kids started taking piano lessons so that was really fun yeah. okay. um so getting rid of that was a little bit hard for me it was hard like getting rid of having space so we had like a garage and we had like all this space outside and there were garden beds and things like it was just easier to have a lot of stuff then we were like oh we have to downsize we only have one room we only have like a tiny little closet we had to sell a lot of things but then i started realizing how much stuff we had just accumulated just because we had the space so we had like an extra freezer and like pet lawn chairs and like a bunch of things that we weren't actually really using but because we had a garage we just kept them so then when we had to move then we ended up making some cash but then also <clears throat> we just had less stuff and so then that was really helpful for just like less stuff to worry about so that was definite yeah challenge of just like figuring out what was important to take with us but in the end i'd say that it was definitely worth it like yeah. not just that it was a good idea to move cities like in the end we made a lot of good contacts and got more work while we were there but also but it was just it was worth it like it was worth it to be right. more serious about our debt yeah even though we were further from one of our workplaces yeah. from our family we were further from our church but yeah. still like it was worth it like it was absolutely worth it right. yeah well, and I remember that really speeding up the process for you guys. So yeah. by the time you did that, because that was your biggest, um, what would you call it? Biggest step towards yeah. really yeah. reducing your debt. Yeah. You've been working really hard at it for a while. Yeah. But that was the most sizable right. thing you had done. So from doing that, like how long did it take before you were debt free? Um, two years after that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we had a significant amount of debt, like $100,000 almost right. Canadian. And so when I look back and I think about, it took us about five years to pay it all off, but in those last two years is where we really made like the most progress mm -hmm. because we just had less expenses every month. Mm -hmm. And also because I was closer to places where I could do more subbing mm -hmm. and just found that because we didn't have as much space, we didn't buy as much stuff or like bring in as much stuff. So yeah, it really sped up the process a lot. And I loved living in Abbotsford by the end. Like it was kind of hard to yeah. be far away from people, but I like loved our little get out of debt apartment, we called it. But we lived <laughs> like one block away from the library. So we started walking to the oh, library nice. and renting books and movies. And it was so, it was such a great little area, a great area for like doing runs. And we made a lot of good like friends and connections mm -hmm. in the area too. So yeah. And like where we were living before, like you lived there with our friend Emily like yeah. with other people too like lots of other people had lived there and so the absurd place felt more like our place rather yeah than, totally um me moving into another place it was really more like yeah that so had. that it was, was like your first yeah. apartment right. as a couple totally where we and moved so it we're moved together instead special. of Fred moving in yeah mm -hmm. yeah and I mean in the end I don't know how significant this is for the money piece but for us because we had the extra bedroom we sort of felt like well we have it we should like let people stay with us and we really want to be generous with everything we have and I think we're still pretty like open and generous but after we didn't have that second bedroom anymore then we just had less people staying there which made okay. a significant difference relationship wise like we were just like we're living just the two of us instead of always having like a house guest which shout out to all of our lovely friends who live with us we loved it we <laughs> yeah. loved having you live with us it was hey, so fun yo. we had been married for like 
four years at that point, and I think like maybe seventy five percent of the time that we were married, there was like someone else living no, in that house. More like fifty percent, twenty five okay. to fifty, not 20, seventy. Okay, twenty five to fifty yeah. exaggeration. So we had a lot <laughs> of friends who lived with us, <laughs> and there were some periods of time where it was like maybe someone lived with us for like six months or lived with us for like a couple weeks, and it was just it ended up being a lot of having people around. Right. So there might be people listening who have been wanting to downsize, wanting to kind of cut things out, yeah. but have kind of mm-hmm. been scared to take that leap. What would you say to them? What would you say were maybe your best steps that you would do all over again? Mm-hmm. Or maybe what's something you wouldn't do again? I think I would wish we would have done it sooner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we really liked it and it really made a big di- I mean, obviously we probably would have found a different place and whatever, all those kinds of things, but living somewhere where you're paying a lot less rent, like especially in the beginning of our marriage, it was like half our pay like it was so much that we were paying for this apartment that like we couldn't really afford to live in but because we already lived there we didn't want to move like it felt like a big deal we just didn't make the plunge and it does cost to move you have to put security deposits and renting trucks and all that kind of stuff but I wish that we had done it sooner so I'd say if you're thinking about it just do it because it's never gonna feel easier like life in my experience, feels like it just only gets more complicated. So the sooner you can do it, I would say the better. How long did you guys think about it before you did um, it? Um, not long. Okay. I think we like were thinking about it, and then we gave our like two months notice. I don't know. So you wish you had thought of it. Sooner. I wish we had thought of it. So okay. we didn't even think. So it's not about like it. you were dragging your feet. Did you think about it sooner, friend? No, no. It really came to me when we were talking that day. It yeah. wasn't a okay. premeditated yeah, thing. I wish but... we had thought of it sooner because it okay. was a, it was a great idea. And like you said, it really just like mm-hmm. sped up, yeah. sped up the process. For well, me. I don't think people always think of that. Sometimes right. they think like, okay, I'll cut out my daily coffee. I'll cut out this, that, or the other. But right. to make a drastic life change like yeah, that, totally. Mm-hmm. Anything you would add to that, friend? No, I don't think so. I think it was always there was always a really hard balance for us between like between like what we cut out and what we what we keep, mm-hmm. and we always you know we had a lot of times where we were trying to like decide like what we should do, whether we should downsize, whether we should get rid of this thing, or whether we should keep it. And I think it was just yeah, I think we've lo- we've missed way less things than we expected. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've missed way less than we thought we would. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say I wouldn't be too worried about it yeah i have one other thing i could say maybe to downsize sure. people there were some things that seemed like important or like mm-hmm. to me it was kind of hard to bike to school every day like mm-hmm. to bike to a school where i was a teacher every day yes. it felt like a bit funny and sometimes it rained and i just felt kind of awful and sometimes it was hard or like it took longer than i wanted and there were things that were just like harder for us to do or there were compromises that we had to make and i think if someone's mm-hmm. thinking about downsizing or like in a situation where they need to change something um, it's really easy for things to become sacred or sacred or things to become way too important to us. And so the question I'd ask is, why is that thing so important to you? Like, what's mm-hmm. the why is that thing sacred to you? Why is it something you mm-hmm. don't want to discuss or think about changing? Just consider it. You know, maybe it's maybe the world wouldn't end if that thing changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I have a banana kind of every morning, and I didn't have one this morning, and I made it. I made it until four p.m. <laughs> and then I ate a banana. So. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, because some people, it's like, I have my car, and my husband has his car, and, like, we can't, I can't possibly, like, give up my car. That's a a, That was a big thing. Or, like, I can't possibly give up my, like, spare room or my garage or my yard, like, someone who's really into gardening. Because we just had this, like, tiny porch area. We didn't have a backyard. But we just, like, went for walks in the park and, like... We just had a, there was a garden nearby that Fred would go to and he would like spend time there. So I think sometimes people, they're afraid that if they give something up, they'll like never have it again or they like won't like their happiness kind of depends on that. But for us, we're like getting out of debt is so much more important 
than feeling that sense of independence or feeling that sense of like we have everything we want because we just knew that it wasn't even though we could afford to live in that bigger house it just wasn't worth it yeah overall okay i have one more question that i just thought of for you guys so being debt-free what opportunities did that open up for you yeah i mean i think we talked about this a little bit on one of the first episodes in our podcast but we paid off our debt in 2016 and then mm-hmm. um, we moved to Guatemala to go work with a nonprofit in 2017. And so yeah. for us, I think if we hadn't been debt free, that would have been really hard because, as some people might know, nonprofits don't always pay as much. <laughs> um, and so it would have been hard to like take a bit of a salary cut to do that. But because we were debt free, we were able to we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I went back to school and I'm like doing my master's and we're cash flowing it instead of taking out debt and paying it off later. So that feels like really empowering to be like, we actually have money to like pay for my tuition and not just like get a bunch of student loans that we then have to worry about right. later. We should talk about cash flowing in a future episode. Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story with us. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to our uh, special guests for coming into the studio. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more today. Jessica and I are going to give some of our tips of how we have done some downsizing in our lives. So the first one is transportation. We talked about this a little bit in the interview that we just had, but cars is a big way that you can downsize. So not only would you make money from selling your car, uh, but also if, for example, like we mentioned in the interview, if you have more than one car, but you don't want to run it at that point to save gas money, to save expenses, you can put parking insurance or what do they call it in the States? P&O. P&O. It's not operate. Yeah. And that saves a lot of money and you can keep your car just like on the property. Don't park it on the street or have to tow it, but definitely (laughs) keep it. Yeah. Keep in the backyard or in the garage or wherever. And that can save some money for cars because it's not just insurance and gas, but it's like repairs and wear and tear on the car. I know a couple, too, that they also got rid of one of their cars and used public transportation Ooh. because the husband was able to get to work using public transportation. Yeah. So that allowed them to still do everything they needed to do, but use a less expensive method to do it. Yeah, that's a great tip. Some towns have better or worse public transportation, so depending on your situation, that might not work. For me, what I did for a while is... I used my bike. So if it was within a reasonable distance and the weather accommodated, I would just bike somewhere that would save gas money, that saves wear and tear on my vehicle. Gives you some good exercise. Get some good exercise. And I really enjoyed it. I like I enjoyed biking around and seeing the town that way. But that worked better for me because being single, I have one vehicle. And so I couldn't just like share a car with a spouse. Right. So I had to have a different way to save on that gas money. So that's what I did. Yeah, that's a good tip. I think another thing to put in at this point is that you can definitely save money by downsizing, but you can also make money by downsizing. Oh, that's right. And I actually wrote a blog about this when we did our big move, and so I'll put that in the show notes. But basically, if you are getting ready to move and downsize, you can sell a ton of things. And something that Fred and I found was that we had a lot of things that we had gotten for free. So things that we found like on the side of the road, things that people had given us, furniture and stuff. And I sold them. I went Craigslist crazy. And there's also like the Facebook groups, the bidding groups that you can do. And often people will like come to your house and pick it up, which is a lot easier. 
And so I just went nuts and I sold things. So for example, uh, I shared about the piano story in our interview, but we bought, we got a table. We found it on the side of the road. It was a really nice, like wooden table with a leaf in it and all the chairs were upholstered, found it for free, sold it for $75. So that was something that helped with our moving expenses. That helped a lot to be able to, we got rid of a big table and then we also got some cash in our pockets to help with moving. Right. That is a situation though where you have to realize you have to be willing to do the work. Yeah. To sell it and take the time and the energy. It's like a second job going yeah. on Craigslist and selling a bunch of stuff because you have to keep all yeah. your contacts and you have to get all your appointment times and monitor everything. So yeah. So when work. considering all these things, you have to consider like, okay, do I have more more time now? Am I able to do this, or is it going to be better decision for me to just donate it right. and move on with the downsizing? What's going to work better for you in your situation? Right. And I have a friend actually who has a philosophy about donating. She says that she can store her stuff at a thrift store. And I was like, what do you even mean by that? She's like, let's say that you have, you know, like a book. You're done reading a book. Give it away to a thrift store. You can always go to another thrift store later and get the same book later if you want it. So there's stuff that it's like, okay, maybe you don't need like a can opener at this time in your life. You give away your can opener. You can always buy a new one later at a thrift store. So that's her philosophy of keeping her stuff downsized. So we'd love to hear from you guys and share some of your input on future episodes. Are maybe you're in the middle of downsizing? What are you doing to downsize? Totally. How's it working for you? Yeah. Do you have some downsizing success stories that you can share with us, or downsizing fails? Downsizing fails <laughs> that you had where you thought you were downsizing and saving money and actually ended up being more expensive. You can email us at frugaliciouspod at gmail.com, or you can share it with us on Instagram or Facebook at frugaliciouspod. We'd love to hear from them. Also, in our next episode, we're going to be interviewing another special guest to talk about their downsizing adventure and how they save money in downsizing and moving into an RV. Yeah, here's just a little teaser for you. Two adults, two children under age three. Yeah. RV. Yeah. Good times. So that's that's your teaser. They're, You're going to want to hear about Get this. ready. They have some great tips. So we're looking forward to hearing from them. This week, we have our do it or don't tip. So again, we always want to share a tip with you, things you can try at home. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. You can just listen and or skip this part. That's my tip. <laughs> so our do it or don't tip this week is to start downsizing with just one like area of your house or even one like drawer. So what I find is sometimes stuff just like accumulates. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not even about money, but it's about like peace of mind, clutter, mm-hmm. Shout out to Gretchen Rubin. She loves to talk about clearing right. clutter. Definitely order outer calm. That's right. She has a new book coming yes. out. So no outer order inner calm. Outer order inner calm. Yes. Yes. So often having getting rid of things, it just makes me feel happier to like be in my house. And so you could start with a drawer. You could start with a closet. You could start with a room. A lot of people start with like the garage. But pick something that you feel like I can do this step. Because yes. Honestly, for me, if you were like, okay, my one room is the garage. Okay. I would too think, much. Ah, but if you say, just clean out one kitchen drawer, okay, yeah, I can do that. And I find once I start on one area, I get motivated to do other areas. Totally. But just that first baby step goes a long way. And if you do nothing else, you still got something accomplished. And you feel really happy when you look at that one drawer. Yeah. So that's our tip this week. So do it or don't. Yeah. Your choice. Feel free. So thanks for joining us this week on Frugalicious. We will be back with more frugally fabulous ideas. And like I said, part two of our downsizing episode. Right. Thanks for listening. And like I said earlier, you can always 
email us at frugaliciouspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys, and we'd love to share some of your comments and questions on our future episodes. You can always find us on Facebook and Instagram at frugaliciouspod. That's F-R-U-G-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S-P-O-D, frugaliciouspod. And we'll have all of the information that we talked about this week in the show notes at frugaliciouspod.com. So be frugal, be fabulous, and have a great week. Bye. Don't bind to the FOMO. We spend money like slow-mo. But we ain't broke, no. Because every penny makes sense. Can I get an amen? Amen. Get out of debt. It's where the money's at. And where the money's at. We do the budget dance. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Frugalicious. Our music is by Atoria. Special thanks to our mom for teaching us how to clear clutter. Thanks, <laughs> mom. We didn't want to. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. You can subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date on when we drop new episodes. If you would be so kind, we would love it if you would rate and review us. It really helps people to find out about the show and get the word out. Let's make the world a more frugalicious place. We can cut this part out too. Yeah, we can. I mean, we'll just when we do the edit, sure. we'll see what's good. Yeah, um, none of what we're saying is good right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there might be people listening that have been thinking like they want to get out of debt. <laughs> there might be people listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe there will be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know Sorry. what? Rewind. I apologize. Um, <laughs> no, I can't say it seriously. Okay. <laughs>